was as if he'd kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. And Gordon Orvin from Today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. We got no little rugby rap there, Scott. No, we, got, no, we get a little bit of a, a jingles. This is Scott Brown, this is Nathan Snay, but it wasn't on tonight. We so missed always, it. We always get, always get shafted. Never mind. Once it's show sick, once. Sick of the rugby, mate. <laughs> it is. It is show 173. You're with myself, Nathan Snade, my mate across from me, Scott Brown. It is Baltic, but I notice you've got shorts on there, Scott. Always once gotta a, get once some, again. Got to get some colour on the legs. We're very lucky. We finally managed to get uh, some of the crowd from badminton, and I've got Kim Schmidt, Yannick Feltz, and Jerome Bucky. How was that for my pronunciation? there on everyone better than this morning yeah <laughs> happy days um we are gonna uh well what can we say this is the first time we've had betty it is Bad- badminton some betty boys do, in betty boys in. we can't say dive i say dive into it what would you say give me a term give me a cool badminton term divers yeah is dive term. fly, is it fly into it yeah and defense uh, it's a badminton term oh like you can dive through the shell ah. yeah well, there, there we you go. go. Um, it is show number 173. So, as always, we, uh, we'll start things off. We'll do a little bit of an intro to you all. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, and then we'll uh, tell you some interesting sporting facts about the number 173 in the world of sport. So, Kim, ladies first. 20 seconds, 30 seconds about yourself. Uh, where are you from? What do you do? How did you end up in our studio this evening? Go. Hi, I'm Kim. I'm from Valpelik in Luxembourg. I'm 20 years old and I started playing badminton at seven years old, I think. Yeah. With mum, dad? Yeah. Back in, in, the, in the back garden? Uh, no, or not or really. in, a, in, a, in a badminton hall? Yeah, right away. <laughs> yeah, right away. I'm going to gonna be honest here. You seem like a fairly calm, chilled out person. Do you ever get angry on the court? Not really. No, not really. Super chill. I'm looking over the other side. I reckon these two get angry. Hot boys. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Do you get hot? Um, Yannick, yes. start, start. <laughs> yeah, Yannick, start things off. What about yourself? How did you get into badminton? Well, uh, it's funny because I started badminton because I liked the logo of the club I started in. So, yeah, when I was around ten, I got a, a little fly in school, and I liked it. I started and I never stopped. So there you go. He's got a brother as well, who I'm told you're better than a badminton. Is that fair yeah, to got, say? I've got two brothers. And you're better than both of them? Yes, but ah. they're both younger. So. Um, but right on Christmas Day, any, any rivals in the back garden? Any bagar, bit of bagar, you know? They, they don't want to play me. They don't play you? <laughs> oh, it's miserable, aren't they? <laughs> and what about yourself? How did you get into it? Um, I started because of my sister, like uh, when I was five years old. Uh, she started when she was eight. I just uh, accompanied her. And uh, started training with her. Get into it. It's good. There's a bit That's of a bit, bit, bit of a diverse, simi- isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a bit of a uh, obviously. There's there's a bit of contrast, but there's a lot of uh, similarities to squash, Nathan. Where yeah, you would... a, li- a little, 
I mean, squash the squash ball is probably a bit heavier and let's say harder to let's say harder to hit. Probably a bit more physical, but then the endurance of of badminton, I guess, would be would be probably more so. Okay. I remember I remember we used to do the tests up at um, up in Auckland at the Institute of Sport there when when back in my younger years, and we were always chasing on the on the beep test. Actually, we were always chasing. Badminton. They always had just this. They, they always had a leg ahead of us. To be honest with you, Boss, and, and you, hockey as well. They were always it was hard. But we're probably a bit more, bit more heavier, I guess, the squash players than the than the. Let's be honest, mate. I think you were chasing most people on the beach test back nah, in the day. Mate, back in the day, <laughs> I tell you what, I wasn't don't, don't underestimate. It. It's all I had it was a bit of fitness. Well, as I said, we'll uh, we'll dive into the the world of badminton, um, and then me and uh, Nathan will. Uh, Obviously, exchange some humour and some uh, some abuse. abuse some abuse. Um, but yes, as I said, number one seven three in sport, mate. I have got a couple of gems here for you. Okay? I've seen them. They're so pretty good. Did you know that since nineteen sixty eight, okay, when they brought drug testing, how many medals have been essentially given up because people have been disqualified from testing? Well, it has to go with the number of the episode yes, today. Yes, exactly. That, that's a phenomenal amount. Isn't it? Of... So it's 100, as of as a result of the 2020 Games in, in Tokyo, it's 173 medals, 57 gold, 67, 66 silver and 50 bronze, over 28 games in 52 years. Now, I'm going to give you all one guess if you can uh, tell me who <laughs> the biggest offender is, biggest country who's had the most medals taken off them. Russia. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. Will not be your Too most easy. challenging thing this evening, um, that's for sure. They've um, uh, obviously had the most with 133 positive doping results, and they've had the most uh, athletes stripped. Um, the most uh, positive tests have been found in athletics. Another interesting fact for you, the two teams who are currently ranked 173 in the world of men's and women's football are St. Vincent and the Grenadines for the men, and for the women, it is our neighbours, Andorra. Now, there was a chap for Romania, Rugby International, Florian Vlaiku. Do you know who he played for? Did he play club rugby in Europe, Scott? Yeah, he would have played uh, Bucharest. Bucharest. You're going to go up and do some research, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he had a cracking beard, actually, from what I remember. Um, and he scored, a, he had 129 caps for Romania, scored 1,030 points. How many conversions in his international career, Nathan? The big old 173. You know it, mate. The dialing code for Canada, not if you're interested or not, is plus 173. And when Cristiano Ronaldo was announced that he was going to play in uh, Saudi Arabia for Al Nasser, Kim, how much was it worth? A lot. A <laughs> hundred, hundred and seventy-three million. So there you go. There's your random. So that would be. Where, where would that put him up? As the highest? The or highest, do you think highest-paid sports person ever? Wow. For a year salary, that's above wow. LeBron and Tom Brady, all that crowd, and Messi as well. That's after leaving Man- Manchester United and throwing some. It's always out of the pram. Yeah. Was Piers Morgan? Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> uh, just another one on this day. So it's the twenty fifth of Feb, uh, twenty eighteen. The uh, Russian Russian national uh, hockey team, who weren't banned from uh, uh, due to doping at the time, uh, they obviously competed as the OAR, the Olympic athletes from Russia, and they beat Germany uh, in overtime four three. Um, in nineteen twenty four, there was a lady called Marie Boyd from Maryland High School. She scored 156 points in a basketball match. It's quite. It's a bit hard to believe. I mean, what? 
<laughs> was she like seven foot eight? Yeah, 156 points. And she was playing in the, oh no, she was at Mirren High School. Yeah. Final, final score, 163, three. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, would you not just be like, can you just take her off? Yeah. Maybe it's one of those games where nobody had played before or something like that, you know. Yeah. There was a stat on, on Wednesday when rugby, there was a rugby team that, that got beaten 172 no. I saw that up in Scotland. Yeah, and the ref had to, he just said, look, this is a... That's what I do. A, call, I, mate, call it off. I, I, call as, it off. A, as a school teacher, if it's that bad at half-time, be like, right, we'll haul all the, the decent lads off and give give somebody else a go. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, just, uh, just to quick finish quickly, a few birthdays to shout out. Leighton Hewitt, it's his birthday today. Interesting one, Leighton Hewitt. You know when he was um, in between sets, he always had the twitches, didn't he? Did you, did you notice yeah, that? The he always, the, the yeah, the ticks. You... You boys have the ticks between between games when you're sitting there with your toweling off. You have the ticks where you've got to touch something. Got to no, move. maybe you have to make sure the, the shoes put, are... Or the, or the drink bottle in the same place. Uh, like, <laughs> any, any superstitions, Kim? Yeah, any? I often wipe my hand on yeah. my shirt. Yeah. Oh. Just a jury, <laughs> during, always, the, uh, during the break. Is it always the left hand? Uh, more the right. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And gents, you don't have anything like that, no? Sometimes, but... Not especially like a specific thing. It's an interesting one, isn't it? The old superstitions in sport because I would be very um, because of your process. You got these little superstitious yeah, things. Yeah, like if you? I was playing rugby and I have to kick the ball, I go through a process. And I, I used to do this thing where I'd get into my position, then I would start doing this. <laughs> I don't know why. Just, just, just something you do. Burger King. Yeah, yeah, game. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Something like that to the extent where. It didn't really happen in a game because once you get into the game, you're warmed up and you don't have time to think about it. But in training, sometimes you'd be like, oh, did I rub my tummy there? And it's <laughs> like, what if you didn't rub your tummy? Well, and then every the doubt kicks in. You'd be like, oh, if I didn't rub my tummy, I'm not going to kick it. Oh, should you start your process again? Oh my God, it's too late. The clock's... And you've missed it. And then you go, right, well, don't worry about that. And then, and then you miss the next one as well. And Dan Bigger's like, probably the best, isn't he? Dan Bigger and well, he, Damien he, McKenzie have yeah, probably yeah. got the two. Yeah, two very good. But Dan Bigger doesn't do as much as he used to. He used to be very like, like this before. Oh, he's out of control. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. one with one argue he was yeah. out of control. <laughs> Some serious ADHD going on there. Yeah. Um, but it's all part of, it's all part of the, 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 the process. Yeah. It's interesting how you said, Kim, that you know, you'll notice yourself and you go, I keep wiping my right yeah. hand. I guess you're a right hand. Right-handed, you don't want a sweaty grip on her. But also, your do you, do you do you only play singles? Or do you play doubles as well? Uh, well, I play singles and doubles. Yeah. Do you do you all play both or just? I only play doubles and mix. Okay. Only singles. Only singles. Okay. Because that would be interesting in itself. Because anybody not listening in, obviously the court changes, doesn't it? So you have all those fancy lines and stuff, and obviously if you're playing singles, thin. And long, isn't it? That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then if you're uh, sorry for anybody who's listening here, if you're playing doubles, you're short and fat. That's easy. That's the way I was always told to uh, remember it. So it's wider, so yeah. you can hit into channels, but you can't hit into the back channel. Oh. Well, you can, but only the back channel is only for the. It's only out for the service. For the rest of the rally, it's in. There you go. Oh, there we go. So the length during the rally is the same. The length of but for the serve, it's different. The service, the boxes. But then you, 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 you tell me you don't have any superstitions or stuff, but you'll go through the exact same process for your, for your yes. serve, serve won't course, you? Yeah. So yeah. There you go. It's a process. So there is, there will service be a, always the same. Yeah. What do you, do you ever like, 
um, obviously we talk about we love talking about fighting and people getting angry and look this uh, this interview won't really funny, follow any sort of <laughs> chronological order we have We've our gone questions straight into fighting and straight away um, <laughs> the first thing is um, is there a lot of trash talking when you're playing badminton if you're playing against somebody will some people talk to you a lot during the game uh, or have you played against people who are quite vocal uh, I have but that's a long time ago. Yeah. What about you two? I heard you two getting excited over here talking about this. Like, I, I like those mental games. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trash talking because Batman is like a respectful sport, but still like those small things, looking in the eye of the opponent or shouting at the right moment. Those are like things to, uh, I do. Yeah, it can get under, it can get under your opponent's but, skin, but I suppose it's one of those sports where, well, if I hit you with the shuttle, you lose the point, don't you? So you could try and, would you ever try and hit someone with the shuttle? No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I mean, you doubles player. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and he's, got two, he's, got two, he's got two younger brothers as well. Yeah, a lot of practice. Oh, of course. You sometimes you just look for the body. You of course don't want to really hit somebody, but but if he misses it with his racket, of course it's going to hit him and it's going to get uh, going to feel good for you. Yeah, of course. Now you don't. It's not compulsory to wear glasses, right? In in badminton, in squash you have to. But for juniors, you ha- you have to wear. You have to wear glasses. You don't wear glasses in badminton, do you? And I, I guess if you do get smacked straight between the, or not between the eyes, but if you get you get one of the that shuttle in the in the eye, it must sting. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. You haven't you haven't got one? No, not yet. Most no. of the players wear lenses. They do wear lenses. Yeah, I wear contacts too. Mm. Okay, there but, you go. But you try to avoid the head if you hit somebody. Well, that's what the racket's for, isn't it? Get it, you know, keep the racket up. You, you, what, uh, so, what's the? I think it's about like a metre fifty, isn't it? The net. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Is it metre fifty? Yes. I said about. Look, look at you, huh? Well, just think of it. I was I mean, just like, yes, it's just about, it's about there. So, so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's quite. I mean, yeah. Of course, you can come down. Oh, you jump as well. You you can. It is impressive when you watch them when people who can smash it hard the, the height they can jump there's a lot of, lot of power coming through there good yeah, to yeah. see a good smash you know? do you know how fast the shuttle can I'm going to go about 180 100, 180 oh, miles okay. an hour oh no it'll go quicker than that Chief. really far yep. away. very far I'll, away I'd say I'd say about two you're only saying that you're only going above me because I said no, 180 I reckon, I reckon about 250 much more yeah. <laughs> double in and you're fine nearly fine yeah. Well, like nearly five hundred miles an hour. No, oh, not not miles. K- k- kilometers. kilometers. Yeah. Jesus. Like Excuse at the beginning, bl- when when the shuttle leaves the racket. That was that's the most fast. Yeah. It slows down, obviously. Wow. The record was broken like last year, and the record for man is now uh, five hundred and sixty-five k- kilometers. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's wheels, isn't it? How much? To- I wonder how much timings timing that is. With the sh- with the shuttle coming from from the other side, like how much is it getting the r- that right connection? Because if it's if the shuttle is coming directly down, yeah. like at a, at a, a split, degree, split second, at a nine it? degrees, in, then you're not going to get that same power. But if the power if if it's coming across the net at speed, then it's probably yeah. Of course, it always depends from the shot before. Some positions are easier to really get power into at the shuttle, but in general. We know how to adapt to it, and well, I think the, impressive, the most impressive thing with the badminton is the reaction time, yeah, right? yeah, particularly crazy. for when you're playing doubles. You're at the front of the net, obviously, yeah. and you just had that shuttle pelted at you. You've got to be your reaction's got to be 
bloody quick. You wouldn't be having a couple of beers before no, playing that, mate. No. Um, <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a quick conversation before you came on. What have you been up to recently in the last couple of weeks? Am I right in thinking, were you all out in Azerbaijan? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And how, how did, how, Kim, how did you get on in Azerbaijan there? Uh, what were your results like? Well, first of all, I wasn't sure if I was going to play because... What, I until had, you got until you got there or...? You no, <laughs> before already, because I was injured in December and it's I still haven't recovered um, so my game wasn't that good because I could just couldn't play like we're just getting back get back into it as well so, but you weren't 100% fit oh, but a, you still played yeah pretty had to be where did, where did you finish in the field where, where how many players participated in Azerbaijan uh, 32 32 yeah and where did you? Where, where where was your final placing? First round. For, uh, okay, yeah. so you're getting first round. Uh, okay, so you yeah. don't make. And then, but there's no. They don't play. You don't in those tournaments. You don't play through, so they don't play the, the like a the second, concert, like a second. second tier. So like, if you win the first round, the first sixteen go through the no, the, the, the like a Monterey draw, it's just knockout stage. Knockout. Really savage. Yeah. Is that because it's a it's a professional tournament? Um. Or, yes, you know, but yeah. like the professional tournaments are all knock knockout stages, just, just like. One tournament during the years with group stage. Okay, but I mean that's tough because if you and, and and I mean this with the greatest respect in the world, if you get drawn against one of the the heavyweights up the top, you know you can. Of course, you think you can win because there's no point in playing if you don't think you can beat them. But the reality is, if if you're always getting drawn against the uh, the top seeds, that's uh, that's tough. What about uh, you guys? How did you uh, get on in in Azerbaijan? Well, um, I, when I played singers, I had to go through qualification. I had a, a draw against an Indian player. Indian players are quite good in badminton. And it was also my first tournament since uh, August. Yeah. Because I joined the army during that period. Yeah. I trained for like uh, four months. Okay. So it was my first tournament. Um, just tried to get in the rhythm. I played a good first set, but still lost, uh, uh, lost it and also lost the second set. And then also uh, both of us played uh, doubles. Like uh, also qualification. We went in a... Main draw, won our first match against uh, pl- two players from Azerbaijan, quite easily. Yeah, and then we played a Turkish pair, and uh, it was like a good game, but we couldn't get uh, over it to win it. Was like uh, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. It always missed a bit in both sets. And Jerome, tell me what what's it like playing singles and doubles in the same tournament? Do you get do you get a bit fatigued or? Well, because I only played like one match, I didn't. So I, wasn't, I wasn't tired. But uh, sometimes, like in our junior years, sometimes it was the case when I played my singles, I was tired for the doubles. Yeah. And we couldn't perform like the way we could have. So is it a little bit like tennis where you can have, obviously, singles specialists, but you can also have double specialists? And is that, that's yeah, the case it's much more can... popular than in tennis. Uh, in tennis, you often have like good singles player. They just play a tournament in doubles and they still manage to win it. In badminton, it's not like that. You have really uh, double specialists, mixed specialists, and very. There are very few exceptions that play like doubles and mixed, or and there is hardly anybody who does singles and doubles on a high level. It's probably one of the few sports where the mixed. Um, um, 
mixed doubles is is probably one of the you know best watched out of uh, I would say out of them as well because don't get me wrong don't take anything away from the men's doubles or the women's doubles or even the singles and stuff but it's just the the dynamic well of it, the yeah. inclusivity you mm. know which unfortunately lacks in a lot of sport I mean you're never going to see combined football teams or basketball teams just as I can't give you a reason why you're just not you know it's just that's just the way uh, just the way it is. Do you think, um, as I said, you know, you've got the women's and the, the men's doubles mixed. Are there any, uh, like, different formats of the game? Because at the moment, every sport seems to be trying to reinvent itself to get more more people playing it. You know, where it's like, I don't know, like short, shorter games, more games, you know, like knockout. I don't know, only playing one set or I, I don't know. Are there, are there, have you heard of anything like this in badminton? Like a different format of the game. Well, there was always a discussion of uh, until now it was all, always twenty-one points, two sets to win. It was always discussion to uh, do it like uh, in table tennis, three sets to eleven, which is the case in some league matches, like uh, in Germany. Yeah, it's uh, till eleven, three sets to win. But uh, on international level, they tried it for like one year, but they um, took it again from twenty-one. It didn't change it. Didn't, didn't change it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. see, because we see that a lot in in quite a lot of mm. other sports, don't we? They're they're trying to, as I said, reinvent themselves. They're getting it. There's, there is new. a little bit of television coverage. Just recently, I watched the was it the French Open and the last, um, the French Open's been televised. And there's obviously it's quite it's quite a big sport in the UK, big sport in in, in Denmark as well, isn't it? There's a, the, yeah. the Danes are. Uh, Pretty, pretty handy, and obviously indoor Asia, sport. Uh, it's always uh, Baltic up there, isn't uh, it? But then again, Asia, where it's really warm. I mean, I guess you could argue it's too warm outside. Then, but it's a it's a massive sport. If you look, go go down to um, Cockleshire during the week. There wouldn't be many hours that those courts are empty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you said Azerbaijan, and then we also had the the nationals that were on. So yeah, how did how did the nationals go? Um, so I I played the. All the categories. Yeah, I won in singles. Yeah, like it was uh, the final was really close. It was like a third set, thirty twenty nine. Oh, like, really? Brilliant. Oh, we like. Wow. That. So who did like, you who did you beat in that? Uh, well, William Wong. He's like uh, a young player, eighteen years old. Yeah. From what from what club? Was uh, Chiflons. Chiflons. Yeah. Yes. And what club's your club? Um, in Luxembourg, it's uh, Kiel. Okay. But I play uh, my league matches in Germany. Like okay. we, three of us are in the same club. Same in, club. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So you're so you're in the same club as as oh the three. We played a league match. Okay. But in Luxembourg we are on uh, separate yeah. clubs. Okay. Oh, okay. What? So in in the German league is it the Rhineland Pfalz Saarland league or is there a bigger no, bigger it's like second league? Second league, second yes. Bundesliga. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and the south part of Germany. The south part, yeah. exactly. So they'll do the. So that'll go as far as um, that'll go as, as far as Munich, I guess, or Stuttgart. Yes. yes. Munich, yeah. and then the other home will be the Bremen, Hamburg. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. yeah, yeah, but same in same in rugby, Scott. Like this, did you play? Where, where did you play? Bundesliga Eins. Yeah, that was in the south. Was that in the only in the, yeah. in the south? And then so it'd be the, it'd be it's, the same. It's a lot of like with rugby, a lot of it's round Heidelberg, but then you have the gits from Munich who get promoted, and then oh, that changes everything when you've got to travel down to uh, to there. But what about yourself? How did you how did you go? Well, I lost finals in doubles, and I lost finals in mixed. So, yeah. We couldn't defend our titles from last year, unfortunately. In mixed, it was we had five match points and we didn't close out the matches. Yeah, uh, but that's how it is sometimes. Uh, we got got our revenge two weeks later, so it's okay. But in doubles, we were just not good enough. I think at the moment you 
you see that Jerome was not there for like three or four months. I was, I had some issues with my knee and I have the studies. Uh, I go to university, I do my studies and sometimes you just feel it on court. Yeah, it's just, it's about, about ba balancing everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the same as, uh, it's not just, it's any sport in the world, you know, if you're naive to think you can just rock up and, and turn it on without having put the practice in. It's a bit different for something like golf, you know, because I think you can just rock up and play well every now and again. You not think? No? Yeah, it's still going to get that feeling though, right? Yeah. I mean, I still think you'd, you'd want to be out before Practicing. you get on the first tee. You, you yeah. and I, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> we might have a good one, we might have a bad yeah. one. But if we'll just go straight to the 19th hole, mate. Yeah, but the, I mean, particularly the, the, with the physical nature of... of Badminton, you got to be in. You got to be in form. You got to be looking after your body. Tell me, did you? Um, did did all three of you go through the sport lycée or no sport lycée? Not anymore. Not anymore. But you have been. You did go to the sport lycée. Yeah. yeah. And um, so we, you were training in the morning at CK. Is that right? We, before your so before school on a Wednesday and Friday, you you train at CK Sport. Um, Only on yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, Just on Wednesday. Wednesday morning was. Were, you, were you both sports lycée as well? Yeah, we finished like last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I had some good good raps because the squash is nearby. The squash is nearby, and they're they're very they're very impressed yeah, with. They were the, always late for the bus. So the squash players were. Yeah, we had to wait for probably, probably yeah. because they're sweating more. Yeah, it's, it's actually it's actually proven that squash players have less respect than everyone else. So it is what it is, you know. Across the board, across the board. Uh, but what about you, Kim? How did you get on at the nationals? I didn't play. No. Okay. Yeah, I was the injured. Was injured. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, you know. So what, what do we got? To, so tell me, how does badminton work? Because obviously, like, I mean, there must be thousands of recreational players that don't that are let's say not affiliated to a to a club. How many clubs are there in in, in Luxembourg? Badminton clubs that would play the Luxembourg. They must have a league or a championship on a weeknight, do they? Or? Yeah, we uh, we have a league. We have I think four or five leagues at the moment: national league and then one, two, three, four. D divisions. Yeah. 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 And then I think in each uh, league you have eight clubs, but yeah, it's, it's like eight teams uh, yeah. per division. So you could actually have Schiffelange one and Schiffelange two could potentially be in the same division. No, no, no they no. you cannot. In the first division, they can only be. First I love teams. The, I love this. Oh, this is the stuff that I love. <laughs> That's the organization of how just, uh, just like first teams in the national like the first division. Yeah, but afterwards in the lower leagues there can potentially be like shift on two or three okay I, I think it's even the case but over yeah but yeah. but in the national league you, you need to have uh, it's just only first only first. only one team from each division you're trying to pinch some ideas for yeah. squash are you 100 <laughs> percent um and and how many how many foreign let's say foreigners or cross frontaliers can play uh for a club um foreigners it, there's no limit but it's like uh, two transfers like uh per se Every two years, like a transfer counts for two years. Yeah. In Luxembourg, and you can play with two, two transfers. Yeah. And then, uh, yes. Yep. But for us, it doesn't matter. And how many play in the team? Three? It's like four men and uh, two women. Okay. At least. Yeah, yeah. That's the minimum. But you okay. can play with more. So it would be played on a weeknight. And it must be, that must be, they must be played over the weekend, one would think. Yeah. That would, I mean, the volume uh, of. Well, the f national division, it is. Always plays uh, played in one place. All the matches from one day, they just play four different matches, and then the week after they play on an, in another hall and against different opponents. In the leagues below, it's just like everyone travels 
where he to, to that to their opponents yeah, exactly. um, venue and then yeah sometimes there are complications uh, because uh, you ha- don't have enough players the players are ill or whatever in the lower leagues it's possible to postpone the match or whatever in the first league it's not possible yeah very much but but like a bit like same thing with with squash if you don't have enough players in your first team everybody has to move up unfortunately and the ones that miss out are the teams down the bottom uh, regretfully yeah, the teams yeah. who to be honest with you that's the that's the, the ones for that me that's the more part, games yeah, the, yeah. The, the ones that could do with more games the ones that you really want to encourage to get them into playing sport let's say competitively competitively socially com- competitively how many people how many um, players are there in in Luxembourg do you know no idea. I'm just, I'm no just idea. totally comparing it to squash. Yeah, yeah. You just know the stats about squash. Well, no, just just making it relatable because it's a ra- it's a it's a racket sport, and and I, and I, I don't think we'd have as many as uh, collectively as we would table tennis. These guys are they have big numbers. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah very, very play like with an age of fifty. With tennis, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Table tennis, yes. table tennis, and tennis, yeah, very much so. Squash. <laughs> Well, it's, squash is a lot of Masters players uh, floating around too, keeping the. There's any the Masters sport. players out there? There's a big tournament in May, actually. Yeah, that's right, end of May, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kim, what's next on. Uh, do, do you all normally compete and travel and go to the same tournaments then? More or less. Yeah. Kim is a bit higher in the world ranking than we are for the moment, so she does bigger tournaments. Can I ask what your ranking is? What? Please tell me, 173. Uh, right now it's 122. Oh, even better. Spank, oh, 122. What about, That's what about not you? bad at all. What about you guys? In doubles we are like 600, whatever, something like that. But we, like I said, we didn't play much uh, because Jérôme was away and... That's why... Uh, well, we lads, just still, you've got to be in it to win it, do you know yeah. what I mean? So what, what, where's, where's the next event that all three... Uh, does, uh, is it only you three of you, or is there somebody else in the in the squad that also travels? I'm guessing coach as well. It's mixed yeah, partner. Yeah, coach and my mixed partner. Mixed partner. Yeah. Yep, so it's, it's normally four of you go away. Um, it depends on the tournament. Like, there's also some other... Like, one other single players, uh, men singles. Yeah. Like, uh, we're going to Portugal in uh, two... Like, one week. Next week, yeah. Next week, we're traveling to Portugal. And uh, it's like two single players, like me and the other one. And uh, then his mixed partner. And we're playing doubles as well. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a player that recently resi- um, resigned, retired, that was uh, playing for Luxembourg. I think he tried to qualify for the Olympics. I don't know if he did or not. Robert, Robert Mann. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he doesn't train anymore. But he still plays in some Sometimes leagues. if uh, his club needs him. <laughs> yeah. He's still available. available. Yeah. Left-hander. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, big, strong boy. Decent yeah. shanks on him as well. Legs. When he says shanks, he's talking about legs. legs just, decent shape, but strong, yeah. strong as an ox. He looks a bit... Oh, he's, he, he, he's yeah, a physical no. monster. Yeah. He's a physical monster. In, yeah. Into the social... Squash is back, he more into the social scene, is he? Yeah. No, not at all. He's far from it. He's, really? he's yeah, wouldn't 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 drop a uh, wouldn't touch a drop. But he's uh, you know he was one heck of an ele- uh, one heck of an elephant and an athlete. I know that he spent a lot of time out of Malaysia as well, wasn't it? When he was in the army, um, yeah, trying to qualify to to. I think he was trying to get into the Olympics. Yeah, he was playing for uh, Rio and Tokyo. Rio Tokyo, yeah. yeah. And when Tokyo was postponed, he, I think he didn't find the motivation anymore to try again. Because I made a massive sacrifice to, yeah. to do what he to do what he did. Yeah, exactly. So on on the subject of the Olympics, I mean we've obviously got Paris, 
how, how stupid as it sounds, how, how do you qualify? How do you qualify for the Olympics? You're like, do you pick up ranking points? Do you have to win tournaments? Do you have to beat certain people? Oh, how, how is it? Oh, sorry, Kim. Yeah, Kim, go on. Kim is the closest. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, you have um, the time for um, one year. You can play term- tournaments during one year. Yeah. And there you can uh, get points for the Olympic ranking. Um, so, usually in the Olympic year, there's a lot more players. And the tournaments are much stronger. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So it's literally one of these events. You 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 rock up or don't really rock up. You come trained, prepared for one of these events, and then people come out of the woodwork. Yeah, so like, who everyone the, who is the heck playing. Like? Some players uh, they're playing like thirty tournaments in this in one year. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Just to and try and get there. And so when you like, let's say you're going to your next tournament. Do you know who you have got in the first round before you go? Or is yes. it, you know, hand in the bag, pull out the ball, oh, number 43, you're playing uh, Nathan Snade here? Or no, so you know who you're going to play in the first round normally? Yeah, like two weeks before. Oh, okay. Oh, very good, very good. So you play in these tournaments, um, and obviously if you win it, that's the best result. Like how many points would you get for winning a, winning a tournament then? That depends on the category of tournament yeah. you play because there's a lot of categories. And the lowest is called Future Series and there you get a lot less yeah. than in a challenge and that's two categories above yeah. the Future Series. So um, there's a big difference very big difference already. So you'd, you'd be quite selective in the tournaments you go to, whether you're going to go... I mean, yeah, probably, like, you probably wouldn't go to a future a one. future series... Uh, future series I'm not is uh, sure. like about 2,000. A challenge is 4,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah that's worth double, but you're going to get the, high, the, the, the better athletes. But it's especially for like, the, like those uh, quarterfinals. Like in a challenge, challenge quarterfinal, you get about uh, 2,500. And uh, in a quarterfinal future series, you get like 900. I think there's the biggest difference. Yeah. Like in those small rounds, if you win one match, it's way worth more in those challenges than in a future series. Or and so when you when you uh, go to these tournaments and they have, I mean, do you you fill in the that application and you tick? Yeah, I'm going to play in the challenger or the or the trophy. Do you choose or the tournament decide which category you go into? Well, it's you can. You can. It's we we yeah. choose the tournaments, yeah. yeah, and it's like the ranking who decides who can enter. Ah, oh, okay. Like the highest rank will enter first. So we'd have the you guys turn up, and the top sixteen are going into this one, the next sixteen into this, or yeah, something yeah. like that. So that's why if you're low ranked, you don't go for the high tournaments because you will never enter them. So you go for the low ones, but there you have to win way more matches yeah. than the higher ones. Okay, okay, that so makes in fa- sense. In fact, in badminton, it's difficult to get up. But once you're up, it's quite easy to yeah, yeah, yeah. because you get to, in those high tournaments. Yeah. yeah, It's a bit like in tennis. Like if you play first round Roland Garros, you will stay in the top 100. Yeah, but it's yeah. also, it's very hard. It's hard you, to get, you, to get I haven't spoken yeah. to, to people. Yeah, as you say, once you crack it, it's, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's certainly easier. So Kim, how, how often are you training? 
assuming times, assuming you're hundred percent fit. Two times per day, five days a week. Okay. The same for you, gents, as well. Twice a day. Yeah. More what what is that? Is that once on court, once in the gym as well, or uh, two to three times in the gym and the rest on court? Yeah. <laughs> yes, three times gym and then badminton court. And so, what about like how many rackets do you tend to go? Like how how long does a racket last? It depends. If you smash it, not long, but uh, I would say you've smashed a few rackets, have you? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really proud about it, but sometimes it can happen. Uh, no, you, the 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 strings the strings they break quite often. Well, they're so tight, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so tight, and what and what sort of what sort of gauge are they? What's the thinness of the the gauge? They must be. Uh, I don't need. I, I know squash is one point one eight, but you don't know. Yeah, what you'd be using like zero point eight or whatever something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Th- I'm, really I'm thin again. So no, yeah. but when it's tight, I mean, just imagine the, the thinner the string, the more yeah. control, yeah. the more you control you get. Obviously, you've got a small, yeah. uh, a small lighter r- r- racket, of course. So, but you'll be tweaking them up. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming those strings must be popping quite regularly. Yeah, every two to three weeks, I would say. Who does? Who strings your rackets, Kim? My mom. Your mom. <laughs> Mine as well. Yeah, mum. Mum's mom's job to string the rackets. Oh, my brothers. Your brothers. Ah. <laughs> he's got things sorted. Yeah, he? mate, he's yeah, laughing. He's, he's, he's laughing. He's got things sorted. Um, sorted. I'm going to yeah. tell everybody. I'm just going to be like, yeah, I play with a 1.18 squash gauge, my racket. Like, I don't know what that means, but it just sounds good. Sounds no, like you know the, what you're talking the, about. Well, it's just the, of course you know what you're talking about. Squash, but it's it's the <laughs> thickness of the it's the it's the gauge of the of, of the string. How thick it is. If it's a if it's a like this, you know, you're not going to be able to uh, get any control or any 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 power out of it. But if it's nice and nice and thin, you get a lot of uh, a lot of control, a lot of feeling. And as they wear, I guess it's the same as squash. As the strings start wearing a little bit, you get even more more control um, off it. As I'm I'm, I'm yeah. guessing. There's also some differences, like there's a thinner version and a more durable one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone are the days. It's just it's no longer just sheep gut, mate. It's I mean, I think more, when we used to we, when we used to when we used to do PE at school, we used to fight to get the rackets because, like, obviously our rackets didn't get restringed. You know, I would say they didn't even get done once a year. They probably just got chucked away. So if you got one that had a couple of strings popped, you just right, you just got on with it. Scott's old dear, his mother was a fabulous. Badminton player spent many hours on the court in, in, yeah, in, in Luxembourg, but not only that in, in the UK playing badminton. So uh, yeah. he, he does know what he's talking. But she didn't about. pass on any of that talent onto me. So, Kim Yonex or Victor? Yonex. 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 I'm a Victor man. I'm going to go. Is there? Isn't there man. one called uh, Charlton as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Carlton. Yeah. Yeah, those ones you get. Forgive them. Yeah, yeah, you get them out the back. They're the free you'll, ones, you'll, aren't they? The free you'll ones. Pick them out at little yeah, the big, the big panel like that. <laughs> Look, it's not all serious on the show. We love, we love to try and have a laugh and have a joke, joke around here. Um, I mean, a few just, just quickly. Did you, uh, did you play any other sports growing up, or just badminton? Mm, no. Just badminton. I wanted to do gymnastics at one point, but no. only badminton. What about you, fellas? Any other sports growing up? No, I started five years, like, and then there that was, was it. no other possibility. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. No? I wanted to start football, but they... It wouldn't let you. Scott, I'm going to come up with a fun fact. I didn't want to. How many feathers in a shuttlecock? Ooh, I'm going to logically think about this. I'm going to go for, like, maybe 12, 14. Very close. Very, very close. Not bad, Sunshine. 16. Very, very good. What type of feathers do they use? 
goose feathers. Oh, look huh? at them go. This ain't my first rodeo, huh? There you go. <laughs> left wing, right wing. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Oh, left wing, as in the left. Oh, the right wing. I mean, you, you can't, you can't, surely you can't have a They're left They're not the same, around. no? Oh, well, you, otherwise the shuttle, yeah, because one will go. One I will guess go. it goes around like that's a right wing. Larry left, mate. Is it? Yeah, Larry. Very left. interesting. Mm. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. It was, it was my, um, it was my school day today. <laughs> yeah. Look at you in the stats. Yeah, Fair very, play. Very, That's very a good one. That's a good... We, uh, we always talk about how if you went... Uh, we built a pub quiz team. That's a good pub quiz question, that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. For the sports round. We'll get there do you, know, do you know a squash fact? A squash fact is a squash ball actually has a drop of water in it. It's the only ball sport in the world that has a drop of water. I'm going to cut one open and see if that's true. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll, I'll play with one. I'll split one, and then I'll show you the water. The split water. one because you're lifting too hard, is it? But no, because it, 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 it heats up, right? So it's got a seam. This, the ball it yeah. does actually have a seam. So when it gets it, it splits. It split. You can see that. You can see almost the sweat, but it protects the. It protects the. You got, can you tell rubber. us? Tell us any cool facts about badminton? Obviously, unfortunately, Nathan may have stolen your fun, thunder there with the uh, one about the well, feathers. Knew, uh, all the facts, so <laughs> yeah. good to know now. Yeah. Uh, Okay, here's one for you. You might be able to tell us, tell the listeners, what were the New Zealand badminton team called in 2004? Oh, brilliant. Do you know the New Zealand? I've never seen a, you, you've never seen a badminton player. They do play. They'll be playing in the Olympics, I can tell you that, my friend. Um, have you heard of the All Blacks before? Yeah. What sport do they play? Rugby. Rugby. Have you heard of the All Whites? <laughs> they play football, no? The Tall Blacks, what sport do they the tall oh, black basketball, is it? Basketball, yeah. yeah. The black sticks. No, no. Hockey, hockey. The black cocks. The black cocks. <laughs> Shut up! You're winding that up. There's no 2000, way. Two thousand and four. Terms a massive controversy in the world of badminton and sport alike in New Zealand. The New Zealand badminton team decided to call themselves. It's forty three minutes past seven on Sunday <laughs> evening. Nathan's yeah. talking about cocks. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Um, it's a true fact. <laughs> try, try and uh, lighten it up, as we always say. Um, if, uh, look, we're always talking about... Um, oh, Big Anton's here. Um, we're always talking about how we can try and, you know, get the crowd involved more often. And um, let's say, for example, myself and Nathan, we're put in charge of uh, badminton all over the world. We're going to bring in some new rules. One of those rules uh, for the gents is you either have to wear... Or sorry, you have to have a moustache or a mullet. Which one would you pick? A moustache. Moustache, very European. Yeah, I think you'd look glorious with a mullet, mate. <laughs> what about Kim? What would you prefer? Would you prefer to see someone with a moustache or a mullet? The long, you know, the short on top and the and the uh, the long hair at the back. We want to see. We want to see a mullet on stage. <laughs> but uh, or another one for you. When you come out onto the court, if you're playing a match, you get announced by the announcer. Yeah. What about if you didn't get announced and they had to play music? So they had to play a clip from a song for your music, you know, so you can walk out onto the court. Kim, what music would you come out to? Uh, like, uh, like a boxer coming out. <laughs> I'm going to give you 15 seconds. I'm going to come back <laughs> to you in a second. What are you coming out to? What music? I don't know, but sometimes I prefer music to my name because they sometimes misspell it completely. Yeah. So, <laughs> even though it's not very difficult. Any music you like listening to? What would you listen to? Oh, I, I listen not to hip hop, like uh, American hip hop or yeah. German hip hop. 
rap scenes. I was thinking about this in the car. What music would I come out to? Have you seen the Avengers films? Yeah. You know, the music's like... I would come out to that. No, I, th- I think I would uh, take Eye of the Tiger. Oh, classic. I, I, yeah. Classic. Um, Van Bonnefeld. Yeah. Kim, I'm coming back to you. What have you got for me? Have you picked one yet? I don't know. I can't, uh, I can't come up. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to be in comms with you later on. You have to give me an answer and I'll put it on our Instagram later on. Speaking of which, Mr. Perez, what music would you come out to? Ah, oh, good question. I, I listen a lot to punk rock, so maybe some classical punk rock or punk rock from today. I think the song I'm listening a lot to, actually, it's like Help Me from Demi Lovato and uh, Dead Sarah. It's, you should listen to it. I will, I will. Like a I will. Uh, it sounds like a bit of a mouthful, but yes, I'll get it. I'll get it <laughs> off you. Yeah. Um, first of all, Yannick, Jerome, Kim, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to stay on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about the world of the, the BGL League in football, and then we'll have a little bit of fun at the end before we wrap things up. Mr. Perez, what have you got for us in the... Uh, in the BGL League this weekend. Ah, BGL League. Uh, let's start with the racing. After that two defeats in the last two games, their nightmare continues. Because, you know, the last two games, they haven't scored a single goal and conceded 10. And you think, okay, they're going to get back on track. They're just like in some winter sleep. No, the club from Esch. The Jeunesse scored three goals. The racing nil. And the score was in the end 3-0. Now in the eighth place, racing are only five points ahead of the relegation playoff place. Uh, Difedosh beats Kerjing 4-0 and remains unbeaten like for the 18th game in a row. Last season, Hesperons remained unbeaten for the same amount of games until on the 90th match day, they conceded their first defeat to Petanche. So watch out, Defedanche, who will face Mondorf next week. Uh, Esperanche and Nidacon drew nil-nil, a point that helps nobody. What's going on with Hesper at ah. the moment, huh? Did, did you hear about uh, about the story? I think it was three, four, four weeks ago, where the players just didn't uh, come up to play a friendly game because they didn't get uh, paid in like two months or something. I think it's uh, RTL that uh, that thought about it. They had to play a friendly game against Mondorf and then the game uh, didn't take place because the players didn't show up because they haven't been paid. For really? That's interesting. And so has the, money man, has the money man left, huh? It's a good question. And I think before because of that, Dominic Stolz and Clément Couturier have been... Uh, have been down to the second team. I haven't checked now if they are back now, but uh, as much as I know, they've been uh, they've been relegated. Well, I might have to message Mr. Stoltz and see what's going on there because obviously they parted company with the manager recently as well, didn't they? Um, Hesperange. Uh, well, not not recently, but that yeah, you know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was a precursor to uh, to all of this happening. I, I don't know. It's 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 such a chaos club. I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't know enough how it's going. You know, intern. But you know, it's ne- there's never a season where it's just calm. You know, it's always something. Um, as I said, with Nidakon, they drew nil nil, a point that helps nobody because both have 33 points and are now seven points behind the leader from Differdange. Only Dudelange seems to stay in the title race after their 4 2 win against Monerich. Um, talking about one of the guests, Van Lingen scored two goals in this game. Because he came on the show, man. <laughs> After Schifflon's draw against Wils, which ended 1 1, Monerich drops to the 15th place and would actually go directly down to the Ehrenpromotion uh, if the season ended right now. 
Uh, nothing too spectacular between Mondorf and Strassen as the game ended 1-1. And Rosbaugh ends three very important points against Petons after that 3-2 win. Petons has to watch out because if they maintain their current bad form, they could quickly end up in a relegation spot knowing that they are only five points ahead of it. Fuller against Mersch has been postponed due to bad pitch conditions with a lot of rain that came up uh, recently. So we have to, we have to wait yeah, Mersch against Fuller. Benny's big one. So no Benny Brescia. Just delaying the inevitable. Benny Brescia is going to score again anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the roundup up of the BGL League. We still defend on being the leader, followed by uh, Dudelant. And I think it's going to be a title race between these two because I don't see like Niederkorn and Hespunch coming back I think they're just going to fight for Europe, but it's not, not going to be enough for the title. And for the four lights, getting more and more dramatic as they are, as the gap between a safe place and the relegation place is getting bigger and bigger, even if they haven't played Mersh, but yeah, you know, it's getting... Yeah, but then on the flip side, Mersh, if Mersh win, then they, they shoot up the table as well, don't yeah. you? So the big big swing with some of those, uh, some of those matches... Um, any chat about the national team obviously we're about a month out from that huge uh, qualifying match now have you heard anything um, I just know that some players are very good in form like last uh, fir- like last Thursday yeah, two players played in the conference league playoffs just one player uh, celebrated let's start with keeper Anthony Murray he showed an outstanding performance against Frankfurt securing them the win as they won 2-1 Without him, they wouldn't have won because I watched the game. It was crazy how many how many shots he stopped. It was really decisive, and it's it's very important if we can have an Anthony Maurice between the posts, which is in in a very good form. Uh, in good form, you will not you will never believe me if I tell I you that. Just tell. Rodriguez, it is in a good form. Just Rodriguez was always for me like the first game wonder, you know. But uh, yeah. Let's start with the game with, uh, against Sturm Graz in the Conference League. He couldn't save his team as they lost 1-0 and it was 1-5 in aggregate. So they only needed a miracle, which didn't happen. But he got some comfort today as he scored against AS uh, Trenshin. Uh, he scored a second goal f- He scored a second goal for Bratislava, which uh, won 2-0 in the end. And uh, we've got also Sebastian Thiel scoring for his club in Poland. So, yeah, it's very important... Um, if our players in their club are performing well, especially like if you have a very good Jason Rodriguez in that day, he he's he's just unstoppable. You've seen against Bosnia, uh, he was he was very very difficult to stop, and I think it's, if he keeps this form, it would would be a very difficult, um, very dangerous weapon against uh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember this every 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 time I talk about Georgia. But good news, they don't have Kvaraskelia, which uh, was suspended. Bad news, we play in Georgia. That's uh, that's gonna be still a difficult game. Um, yeah, but uh, no more, no less talking about the national team. Just hoping that the players can keep their form. Remembering that Daniel Zinani is still suspended for both games, and uh, Vincentil has, I think, a knee injury, which uh, which will cost him the two games and will not be available. Uh, yeah, I do, I'm not saying that we can replace them, but I think the national team has a lot of good players. Uh, to to put instead of them, but I think Daniel Zanani hurts more because even if he isn't performing at San Pauli in the national team, he's always like he's he can create a chance out of nothing. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see. It's gonna be two very decisive games. 
maybe only one, but I hope it's going to be two decisive Yeah, games. absolutely. Well, I know if they win that, the other game, the potential final's already actually sold out, isn't it? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, sold out. If they if they uh, if they qualify for the finals, yeah. I think it, for the game for the because they're gonna there's gonna be a game for the third place, the most useless game ever in the Nations League. Um, yeah, I doubt that that there's gonna be uh, sold out, but I believe there's gonna be still a lot of people attending. For example, the game against Bosnia, the game I don't know. They had, there was still a chance to qualify, but we all knew that, that it wouldn't happen. But there was still a lot of people to come and see them play. Uh, yeah, no more about the national team. Uh, let's move on with the women, because we not only have... Uh, uh, Just to jump in talent. there, do you, do you follow any of the Luxembourg local teams in football? No? Not really. No? Not really, Kim? No? Uh, yes. Who do you follow? L. Surely it's L. Fuller Ash. Fuller Ash. Controversial. Very bottom. Second yeah. division team. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't she, say that. She, she, she isn't supporting for the success. She, it's for the passion. It's for the passion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Moving over to the first women's league with Edsbrons, who dropped massive points against Dickish as they couldn't manage to, to do more than a goal as draw. Racing is now nine points ahead of of them after giving Betamoon no chances the score was 6-1 Karin scored 5 of them and is coming more and more close to Kate still goals uh, goal record even if it's still far away with her 59 goals in one season L, L looked like they had a close match at the weekend <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was a very close match against Rospo as the game ended 15-0 uh, yeah it's I was over like always also, um, already a few weeks ago, but they now lost their best striker Natalie Ludwig to Racing. And uh, going back to the game, yeah, there was there's not much more to say except that Emirati almost scored a triple hat trick after scoring eight goals in that game. Um, and on Dantons, WMG stays close to the playoff spots after earning a 3-2 victory against Diffedange. Junglinster against Mama has been postponed, probably because too many players from Junglinster are actually on duty with the under-17 national team. Ah, that's interesting. Who played in Northern Ireland and lost 4-1. Give a shout-out to one of my students, Federica Morvili. She is away playing for them at the moment. And we are six games left before the playoffs, but it looks like Racing are on their way to their fourth league titan in a row. Let's say Racing are the Max Verstappen of the first women's league, I guess. How long is that? That winning run's gone on even longer now. What is it now? Wow, it's it's gonna in March. It's gonna be five years now without losing a single league game. Im- imagine that. Imagine. I I don't know if any team could pull like such a long series in the world. I need to check. I need to check that one day. Even promotion. It's been a while since we talk about Hostad. And it's good because every time I talk about them this last time, it's kind of depressing because they've lost 5-1 to Lorenzweiler. Uh, yeah, after that, that very good start, they somehow can't get back into their old form. They're still on the fourth place on a, on a relegation. Who's top of the stack? Who's top of the pile at the moment? We are with Attlebrook. Uh, they at look the like they'll come come back up. Yeah, Should they come back they're, up? They're, they're much more consistent than Ostad. So then it's not like they win one game 5-0 and then the next game they, lo- they lose 7-0 to Bittenburg. They like also it's not consistent enough. It, it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's kind of sad because at the start of the season I was like, yeah, Ostad is gonna be an easy promotion. I get it, and then you know my predictions, so it yeah. goes. Um, and then yeah, they're just falling more and more off. 
And they are on the same amount of points than uh, Rimmelange and Rodanche were on the, four, uh, on the fifth and sixth place. So, And one point ahead of Beggen was seventh. It's going to be uh, very, very close. Uh, on the top, we also have yeah, Betonbourg and Marmor. And at the bottom of the air promotion, we've got Berbusch, Steinze, Grevenmacher and Kanach. Kanach, who secured three important points against Betonbourg as they won. 2-0 thanks to Gary Bernard, who's got a brace. Uh, for the team. And finally, a uh, little shout out to the Luxembourgish national team under 16th who managed to beat Belgium 6-2 on a 120-minute game. And uh, it's, it was actually a few weeks after the under 15th managed also to beat Belgium 4-0. Why would they be playing a 120-minute match? More game time. Yeah, more game time. I think <laughs> I think they just want to to give more players some playtime and maybe you know test the endurance. I I I don't know. You know sometimes when you see even pro clubs uh, doing a uh, doing a friendly game. Sometimes I saw minds uh, playing a 120 minutes game. Um, I don't have a special explanation for this, but I guess it's like to give more. That's interesting players. when you talk about player management, player welfare, and stuff. It's like, yeah, let's play because I don't think you even. I don't think under 16s, under 17s, you even play 90 minutes, do you, for a normal match? Good question. I think it's 40 minutes. So. Mm. 40? Uh, yeah, uh, 40 uh, minutes each way. Time. Yeah, yeah, 40 minutes each way. Yeah, it's 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 possible. It's possible. But I think with national team, it's something it's something else, I guess. Well. Uh, yeah, that's the wrap-up of the football here with my standard Liège jersey, putting it today for my girlfriend who celebrates her birthday today because she's sporting that, that Belgium club who is losing at the moment 2-1. I'm sorry, Charlotte. And <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for today. Ah, all good. Thank you very much. Anthony for joining us Kim I'm straight back to you you better have thought of your walkout music have you? I haven't but I'm just gonna say anything go on then I'm begging begging you Italian ah there you go there you go Anthony (laughs) I knew what you were talking about (laughs) good job we got him in huh? good job good job we got you in Um, so what's the next uh, badminton event in Luxembourg that is coming up when's that? Uh, I think the, we have our international tournament in the first week of May. Yep. That's the biggest we have. And yeah. And will that attract players from all over the world, will it? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So we'll do our best to... Uh, and is that played at the cock, is it? Yes, it is. Fantastic. So what, which which uh, hall do they set up for that? Is that in the arena? Oh, in the gymnast. Latest uh, where handball is played. Taken that all. Ah, oh, very good, very good. Well, we'll definitely be down to uh, uh, scream and shout, won't we, Nathan? You know, make a bit of racket from the stands, you know, bells on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See the shanks and stuff like that. Um, again, thank you so much for joining us. Please stay in comms with us. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, and we wish you every success for the rest of the season. And, uh, yeah, keep keep turning some heads. And uh, if you are listening in, get down and, and get involved in badminton. Um, as always, we give a huge shout out to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick, whether you're cutting grass, washing kits, umpiring matches, whatever you're doing to get the youngsters involved in sport, please keep doing that. You can check out the Sam Steen show tomorrow from 6am. You've got Stephen Steps Low at lunchtime with the lunchbox. You've got Melissa Dalton with the home stretch from three o'clock. Don't forget about Sarah Tap, the hangover show. And then you've also got Dave Burrows and his DB3 sessions. Until next week, it is Chur. Chur. Chur.